The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. The mission of this radio show is to enable every listener to achieve their career aspirations and advance their careers, to achieve their potential, and meet their financial goals. Now, here are your hosts, Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Welcome. Ken and Cheryl here. We're with George Gilder, venture capitalist and best-selling author. We're going to be talking today about real solutions for jobs and economic growth. Well, last year we had the privilege of having George Gilder share his wisdom on the virtues of capitalism. In a time when entrepreneurs are under attack and our economy seems to be in shambles, we thought it would really be great to hear from him again. Stay tuned for some sound thinking and historical perspective that is desperately needed to avert economic disaster. George's uh, insights are based on facts and proven strategies rather than wishful thinking and flawed theories. Stay tuned for a reality check. Well, just to remind uh, our audience a little bit about uh, George Gilder's background, he's author of 15 books, including the international bestseller, Wealth and Poverty, voted by National Review as one of the most important works of the 20th century, and Microcosm, selected by Wired as the second most important technology book of the era. He is a contributing writer for Forbes and Wired, a director of the Discovery Institute's technology program, and a practicing venture capitalist. Welcome, George. Great to be here. Well, it's a privilege to have you again. And last year when you were on the show, you talked about your latest book, The Israel Test. It's now coming out in the paperback edition. Why is it even more critical today than last year? Well, I think Israel is under the gun at the moment. You know, the president of Lebanon, Hariri, last week went to Iran, went to Tehran to meet with uh, Ahmadinejad in Iran. And, you know, Hariri's father was murdered by uh, the Iranian group Hezbollah in uh, Lebanon. And what this summons to Iran essentially means is that uh, Lebanon with its uh, 60,000 rockets aimed at Israel, and many of them can reach Tel Aviv and the airports and everything, are now under the control of Iran. And uh, this is a frightening moment for Israel today. And uh, that's why, I mean, I, it's, it's really quite terrifying, because if Iran believes that uh, the U.S. will not cooperate fully with Israel in Israel's defense if the U.S. is carping and and waffling on the defense of Israel and focusing on settlements and other such issues, the Iranians might attack. And, and, you know, the the missile is the poor man's... uh, Air power, you know, it uh, t- t- missiles are 
hard to stop. And uh, Israel does have anti-missile systems, but now there's 60,000 rockets installed all over Lebanon, and they're in the charge of Hezbollah, which is an Iranian force, a Shiite force controlled by Iran. And Hassan Nasrallah is a fervent Nazi leader of uh, of uh, Hezbollah. I mean, he's declared that uh, he wants not just to kill Israel, but to kill every Jew. And Israel's presence is a good deal for him, he says, because it means he doesn't have to go all over the world killing all the Jews. So, so it's 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 a desperate predicament right now and uh, Israel is very strong and has lots of resources but if if uh, the Iranians believe that the US is just so uh, uncertain and and ambivalent and and uh, so focused on appeasement that they aren't going to respond effectively uh, Hezbollah just might be given the signal to release those rockets and it would be a just a uh, desperate time for Israel. So so I think the Israel test, which is my book, is uh, still timely, and Joe Lieberman has now written an introduction for it, and he's, uh, I guess, the leading Jewish politician in America, and Eric Cantor is another great leader, and he is uh, endorsing it. So it's got new political clout, and it's new uh, edition that'll be coming out in a few months. George, uh, scary times for sure, and I agree with everything you've said, and of course, with this WikiLeaks, uh, I mean, no one knows what actually was, uh, you know, sent or to whom, or, but, you know, you listen to the news and you listen to some of these behind-the-scenes scenarios as opposed to what is going on supposedly uh, country to country, and it, it becomes even more scary. Yeah. Well, and one our, of the scary... And our position of appeasement is exactly what I am scared to death of. I mean, yeah. what do we do if they come in and blow them away? Yeah. The uh, other point is this WikiLeaks. Everybody's talking about the embarrassment or the demoralization of our diplomats, but the real... Uh, threat from WikiLeaks is about 50 strategic targets are identified uh, in those uh, papers. You know, which it's you know uh, items that are critical to our defense. Yes. And all around the world, and uh, a lot of them aren't known. And it's it, it was it's a really destructive blow against our military position. And, oh. And, the and we should respond to it. I mean, this business of allowing, uh, you know, these people to just, uh, you know, but get channeled into the endlessly endless delays of the American process of civil litigation. I think it's a mistake. These guys are treasonous and absolutely, and, absolutely treasonous across the board. You know, this yeah. Army PFC, this. Uh, Assange character, uh, and we're doing nothing. I mean, there's nothing being said in terms of taking him down. He's bi- finally been arrested. He's now in London, supposedly. And um, who knows? They were talking about putting him out on bail, and, yeah. and 
I mean, it's unbelievable that this is actually going on in this uh, day and time. I'm really uh, impressed that you uh, got the endorsements that you have for the new edition. Uh, Remind uh, our listeners what the Israel test is. Well, the Israel test is... Uh, it's epitomized by the defense of Israel because Israel is hated not because of any flaws in its foreign policy or structural flaws in the nation. It's it's uh, resented because of its success. And this is really the Israel test for all of us. How do we respond to people who excel us in some uh, test of performance, wealth creation, entrepreneurial creativity, scientific insight, whatever it is. And uh, this has really been the key source of anti-Semitism. It isn't uh, uh, all sorts of explanations been offered, but I think the heart of it is uh, resentment of Jewish success during the 20th century. It's just been, uh, been... Everywhere Jews have gone, they have prevailed and succeeded, and they've showed up and shamed in Israel all the failed societies that surround it. And what made them successful is what has made us successful. And what amazes me about your work, George, is that it is as timely today as when you wrote Wealth and Poverty 30 years ago. You know, a lot of people are reading Wealth and Poverty again now. Excellent. It's quite it's quite exciting to me. They've, people are rediscovering it, and uh, it is it is relevant now. We have a, this wonderful Tea Party movement, which is fundamentally a movement of Christian conservatives who uh, uh, affirming the essential uh, religious and foundations of capitalism. And I think this is. Uh, this is a good moment. Well, and we know that, you know, any student of history knows that history tends to repeat itself, and, and yet you think we would learn from history instead of allowing the cycles to, to go down instead of up. Uh, yeah. We seem to be determined to expand government and depress free markets in spite of the historical record that the exact opposite is needed for economic growth. Yeah, yeah absolutely. How do you account for this lack of wisdom? Uh, it is just amazing, but but you know the whole society, this sort of secular society, has embraced the green religion today, and it's it's uh, it's an anti-life religion. Surprisingly enough, you think of greens as somehow wanting to cherish life and foster it, but uh, CO two is the um, staff of life, really. It's the source of all our all our plant and animal uh, uh, survival, and uh, to treat it as if it's some sort of terrible pollutant is anti-life in itself. And last week, week I wrote a couple weeks ago, I guess, but now I wrote a piece in the Wall Street Journal about. California and California has really fallen into the hands of this strange death cult, a sort of suicide cult. Uh, you know, they've supported this cutback in CO2 emissions from the state of 30% over the next eight years and 80% over the next, I think, 25 years. I may not have that exactly right. But in any case, 
it's uh, impossible to do without impoverishing everybody in the state or driving most of the population out of the state. And it may succeed in accomplishing that goal because, uh, you know, while California was uh, turning massively left in the last election, uh, Washington State, uh, where the Discovery Institute is, which I've, I was a founder of the Discovery Institute, and it's in Seattle. And uh, they helped uh, lead this campaign to stop the income tax in Washington State, and it had prevailed overwhelmingly. Uh, I think 64 to 36 or something, uh, the income tax was blocked in Washington, and other states across the country are emancipating themselves, and California is going to find all all its productive people leaving, and uh, it'll be left uh, with welfare recipients and and other dependents. Well, we're going to talk a little bit more about that in the next segment, but we're going to take a break at this time. And when we get back, we'll have more on how to get on the right path for economic success. So stay tuned. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you dissatisfied with your current job or not earning what you need or deserve? If you're looking for a better job with better pay to enjoy a better life, go to BetterJobBetterLife.com and get our seven free videos that will jumpstart your future starting today. We'll teach you how to create a cycle of success with the right mindset and plan of action. Get the interview you want with a world-class resume. Make your references work for you and beat the competition. Network your way into the hidden job market for better jobs and faster placement. Research more effectively. The key to more job leads, stronger interviews, and higher pay. Turn your interview into an offer-winning performance. Get the money now by negotiating from strength. Thousands have successfully used our proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. So grab our seven free videos that will transform your career. Go to BetterJobBetterLife.com. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. Stock prices plunging, home prices receding, and unemployment rising to levels not seen since the Great Depression. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time noon pacific time on the voice america business channel streaming live the leader in internet talk radio VoiceAmerica.com. you are listening to total career success with ken and cheryl dawson do you have a question or comment for the host about today's show? Please send an email to tcsonair at tcsworldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Kenneth Cheryl here with George Gilder, and we're talking about what the real solutions for economic growth and jobs are. And in the last segment, uh, George, you mentioned about some of the things that are going on in California 
Um, this carbon dioxide argument um, this is really a hoax. Uh, why have so many in government and in general pop, uh, population fallen for it? Well, uh, Al Gore was, you know, he was the Democratic candidate for president. He was a formidable senator. He's a powerful exponent of his positions, and he has devoted his life to it. He he was in the Senate. He persuaded lots of other senators to support his position. Uh, he influenced uh, the international organizations to adopt the stance. Uh, the scientists who uh, uh, have accepted the green religion have uh, all clutched at this powerful new political campaign that uh, they believe will allow them to consummate their vision of uh, withered and retrenched and reduced capitalism and uh, diminished American economy with uh, diminishing power and influence in the world. And and this is this is really the outcome. Regardless, I mean, they've persuaded a lot of people that somehow you can have a green economy. That's uh, uh, but that will be productive and creative and entrepreneurial. And in a way, that's true, because as time passes, uh, uh, capitalism becomes increasingly green, in a sense. It uh, emits fewer particulates with each new generation of industry. It uses less coal and wood and more oil and gas and and uh, nuclear and other forms of power that are less pollutant. But uh, socialism is the real dream of these Greens. Uh, they, they, they want power to control every industrial plant and force some final solution on the country. And I think this is, it's this a delusion of power that is the, that is the real motivating force. George, a number of it, very intelligent people are of the opinion that none of this is by accident. Okay, it's a plan. It's basically one world government. Socialism replaces capitalism, and uh, in the end, uh, you know, we get weaker and weaker, and other socialist countries become stronger and stronger. Your thoughts on that? I think that the overall effect is as you describe it. I don't think these people are all uh, conspiring together and suppressing their real interests. Uh, it's a collective movement, you know, and 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 people uh, osmotically sense uh, the spirit of the age and they align themselves with it without having any explicit conspiratorial support. So I, I don't think it's uh, conspiracy. I think it's it's an alignment of these people's desire for socialism, their failure of the Israel test. They all envy capitalists and hate them uh, because of their success. It uh, makes their lives seem less significant to them. And, and they make it seem very attractive, too. I mean, even the energy companies, or that is some of them, have gotten into the act with their green campaigns. And, yep. and you know, in a way, it's just a political correctness for PR sake, wouldn't you say? 
Oh, absolutely. It's pure PR. I mean, these companies saw Obama get elected and the Democrats take control of, of the Congress and, and, uh, environment, and, uh, uh, EPA rule, uh, CO2 a pollutant and the Supreme Court failed to reverse the EPA. And if you're a corporation, uh, and you don't anticipate the, uh, Tea Party, you tend to go along to get along, and uh, that's what they did. I think they're gonna. You, there's going to be quite a change uh, in the next few years, I believe, presuming that this revival of American capitalism continues. Speaking of change, George, I have to ask you for your take on what's going on in Washington right now. And for our listeners, this is December uh, 2010, and uh, Obama has taken a big move toward the center. His left hates him. The Republicans are loving it. Your thoughts on what's going on, George? Well, I think uh, Obama is recognizing reality. He saw the election that everyone else saw. He saw that massive vote against uh, income tax in Washington State, which was really dramatic. Right. And it signaled that in a liberal state like Washington, a liberal green state, they they weren't accepting Obama's tax policy. So... So he and even his economists are telling him that a, a drastic rise in tax tax rates rates in January will just plunge his economy into the soup and make him unelectable. Absolutely. So, so that's totally why he's he's adapting to reality, and uh, you know the Republicans saved Clinton, and and. Uh, they may uh, save. They may save Obama by saving the economy. Well, you know he's moving toward the center, and a lot of people said he wouldn't. But his economists, as you say, are saying you've got to do it, or there's no second term. And and he's throwing his own party under the bus to get there. Yeah, he he may, but I. But really, the most important role of the president is as commander in chief, and right now he's. And embarking on nuclear disarmament, on abandonment of anti-missile capabilities, and and reducing the capabilities of the U.S. military at a time when the world is really at a, an exceptionally perilous place because of Absolutely. the global jihad and, and opportunists that support the jihad in order to deflate American power. You know, before we get off the uh, the green topic, George, um, because it is so much tied into economic success, uh, share the impact of this, this Green Act in California on the venture capital industry, which, you know, it's like, what, a fifth of the growth yep. domestic? Yeah, innovation is what drives economic growth. That's that's the source of it. It's new inventions. It's, uh, and, uh, and as the major source of innovation in America for 30 years or 50 years almost now has been Silicon Valley, and which is uh, you know the valley down near uh, San Francisco, uh, based on silicon microchips and all their different manifestations. And the venture capitalists have uh, in Silicon Valley have gotten vastly rich on the rise of the microchip and all the computer technology related to the microchip. 
and now they're moving on to a new thing. But unfortunately, the new thing is this green religion and political correctness and saving the planet. And uh, so uh, venture capital in the United States is becoming just another petitioner to uh, government, angling for subsidies for solar panels and medieval energy sources like windmills and it just it's 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 incredible to watch and it's very destructive and it these uh you know that that referendum that retained this drastic anti-energy law of was uh initiated by a couple of oil companies from Texas, I think Valero and Tesoro. And uh, the response, they, they put up some $10 million bucks, but the venture capitalists of Silicon Valley put up $31 million bucks to retain this energy clamp on the state. And the reason for it is they all, under Al Gore's influence, Al Gore is now a partner in venture capital out there, under his influence they all plunged into all these solar and wind and 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 biofuel companies that uh, can't possibly succeed on their own. They can only succeed with government subsidies. Well, I think, uh, you know, commenting on biofuels alone, I think, would wake people up. George, what's the truth about biofuels? Well, it, it, you know, I just did some, uh, with the help of a physicist friend of mine named Howard Hayden, who writes uh, a wonderful newsletter called The Energy Advocate, I, um, I, I wrote this uh, that analyzed how much, if we, if all, if we, it, it's a hypothesis, a, a thought problem, but uh, you imagine that all America's farmland, every last acre, stopped producing food and started producing biofuels, how much uh, biofuels could be produced? And it uh, turns out that if all our land was devoted to biofuels, it could at most produce maybe 20% of our energy needs. So, you know, it's, it's just totally, but in fact, because uh, biofuels are less efficient and, they've, and it's impossible, obviously, to devote all farmland to biofuels. And uh, there are all sorts of other reasons. Biofuels can't supply any significant proportion of our, our, our energy. And, uh, you know, ethanol, just as an illustration, uh, even Al Gore now has turned against ethanol. It costs more energy to produce ethanol than it yields in uh, gasoline, and it gunks up your car, and it's, uh, there's just no virtues in uh, ethanol at all. And uh, oh, Now, there's a zero-sum game, huh? Yep. Yeah, that's a real zero-sum. That's, that's not a zero-sum game. That's a minus-sum game. That's, well, well, uh, we're going to have to take another break here, uh, but this has been a fascinating conversation. We've got more to share, so stay tuned. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you dissatisfied with your current job or not earning what you need or deserve? 
If you're looking for a better job with better pay to enjoy a better life, go to betterjobbetterlife.com and get our seven free videos that will jumpstart your future starting today. We'll teach you how to create a cycle of success with the right mindset and plan of action. Get the interview you want with a world-class resume. Make your references work for you and beat the competition. Network your way into the hidden job market for better jobs and faster placement. Research more effectively. The key to more job leads, stronger interviews, and higher pay. Turn your interview into an offer-winning performance. Get the money now by negotiating from strength. Thousands have successfully used our proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. So grab our seven free videos that will transform your career. Go to betterjobbetterlife.com. The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with great spirit. How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? Peter Tung has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please send an email to TCS on air at TCSWorldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Ken and Cheryl here, and we were with George Gilder talking about some of the faux pas in our economic system. And uh, even as we dangerously are expanding our public debt, George, we've got Socialist Europe and and communist China and developing countries are jumping on the capitalist bandwagon. Yeah. Can can we still still turn this situation around and return to some basic principles of economic growth? Absolutely. You know, uh, one of the exciting things about capitalist economics is it can turn on a dime. It's just amazing how fast. Uh, recovery can be once you change your policies. I mean, uh, this has happened again and again. You know, I've just written a book about Israel, Israel test, and, uh, you know, they, Israel was one of the worst economies in the world in 1985. It had inflation of almost a thousand percent inflation, which spiked to almost a thousand percent. It was up 400 percent. It, it just uh, was a completely failed economy. And, uh, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu and a whole new team of and a million Russian immigrants who hated socialism all just turned that country around in about five years, and it's become one of the most thriving economies in the world. One, if not, and and the most creative in the world in venture capital. And this this happened in. Ten years or something. New Zealand zeroed out its government in the early 80s when New Zealand had 
moved from being the worst economy and the third richest economy in the world right after the Second World War to ending up uh, you know, behind Argentina. And uh, New Zealand just completely turned around by zeroing out its government. It, uh, every new program had to be justified from scratch and zero-based budgeting. And, and uh, they ended up just drastically reducing government expenditures and reducing tax rates, and their economy uh, revived massively, particularly agriculture. They were importing food. They couldn't even produce enough food to keep them uh, alive in New Zealand at that point. And, uh, and they abolished all food, uh, farm subsidies and uh, really abolished the Department of Agriculture, and the result was the number of uh, of farm products they produced rose from 17 to uh, over 17,000. Wow. Uh, it was just an incredible uh, change, and they ended up competing with dairy uh, products in Wisconsin to such a degree that the Wisconsin people charged them with, uh, that's the leading American dairy state. They charged New Zealand with, <laughs> with unfair competition. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they invented 17 different kinds of butter. Oh, I got 17 on the brain tonight, but it's, it's, it's roughly those orders of magnitude. And it was just amazing. And in the U.S., uh, things were just as bad in the 1970s as they are today. If not, George. they were worse in the 1970s because our policies were worse. George, I mean, when Jimmy Carter was very like uh, Obama in many ways, and and uh, Reagan came in, and within five years, the whole economy was completely turned around, and we had 20 years of amazing growth. It's it's. We can easily recover from this if we t- turn around our policies. George, let me, let me uh, have you go down that line, if you would. Uh, I mean, uh, you mentioned the Tea Party. It, it appears that uh, you know, Republicans have taken back the House. Uh, it looks like they have the momentum. They've uh, forced Obama to go to the middle. I mean, I see some exciting things coming down in terms of uh, potential presidential uh, I don't mean any of the old names. I'm talking about guys like Christie in New Jersey, a true conservative. He's doing amazing things. Yeah. Rubio in Florida. Share with our listeners uh, your thoughts on uh, what's coming down the pike and what can we hope for? What would be our best scenario? Well, I've, I've, I thought all along that uh, we didn't know who the heck the, our Republican leadership would be. There's right. a whole new generation Absolutely. out there coming up now. I can't tell you who's going to win the primaries. I know Rubio is just a stunningly effective politician. Exactly. He's just brilliant, and he's Hispanic, so he can kind of nullify this uh, source of strength Absolutely. that uh, the Democrats have. I, I think he's probably going to be our vice presidential candidate. Absolutely. I'll be first. And uh, I don't know who will be the presidential candidate. It. Uh, you know, uh, Sarah Palin's a wonderful leader, but I don't know that she's a president. She has to prove that. 
and so does everybody have to prove it. There's yeah. no no guarantees because we have so many choices. Absolutely. <laughs> it's just uh, a wonderful new generation of leaders in the Republican Party. And the, the Tea is- Party made a crucial contributions to this. It was Absolutely. a wonderful Absolutely. movement. Absolutely, and, and, and Christy, the thing I like about him is he's you know, a Republican in a Democratic state, and he's taken on the teacher unions, he's taken on so many, and his popularity is at 55%, and this is in a very liberal Democratic yeah, state. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, a, he's been a very effective leader. He's done all the right things, whether he's a, a, whether his style of leadership translates to the national stage or not is questionable. Uh, it's, Christie is a wonderful governor of New Jersey. However, when you ask the same people who support him in New Jersey whether they think he should run for any higher office, they all say no. So it's, there's, it may be that Christie is a perfect figure in the job he's at, and uh, running for higher office might be a Peter Principle. <laughs> yeah, that is, yeah that, well, it could be, but I listen to talk shows uh, very, very regularly. And, yeah, you know, you know better than me, probably. And Christy and Rubio, that combination is being mentioned more and more as so right. president yeah, and vice president. Well, we have some time to figure that all out. Yeah, we got some time, and I think there are lots of people we haven't mentioned who could be wonderful candidates. Absolutely. Well, many proponents of uh, government expansion decry our business people and our entrepreneurs saying they're greedy, and certainly there's some greedy people out there to take advantage of others. But you maintain, George, that entrepreneurs are really serving people. Share what you mean by the server system of capitalism. Well, uh, capitalists... Uh, succeed by serving others. That's how they succeed. They make investments without any guaranteed return. Uh, The investments by a capitalist are analogous to gifts. They are uh, made without any assurance of return. Their success is completely dependent on the voluntary responses of other people. Now, when capitalists combine with government, they become, they become essentially socialists. They become as destructive as socialist forces. And uh, there are many examples that we can see where the banking industry got so entangled with politics and government and guaranteed mortgages and Fannie and Freddie and all this that, uh, that the system was gravely corrupted, Uh, but that is not the essence of capitalism. That's the failure of uh, political leadership Mm -hmm. and uh, efforts to give people what they can't have, which is uh, guaranteed mortgages without... uh, you know, a, a job that uh, can support the payments. And uh, the whole uh, uh, catastrophe emerged from those guarantees. As soon as, they, whenever entrepreneurs see something guaranteed by the government, that's, that's a start. You can build anything on that. And that's, that was the great temptation when, uh, the government started guaranteeing all the mortgages in the country increasingly through Fannie and Freddie. The uh, 
all these derivatives and collateralized uh, debt obligations and, the, you know, all these uh, co- combination securities all were created. But the foundation of them was this guarantee at the bottom. And that's, and it turned out to be a, an unsupportable guarantee, but it uh, it's what caused the the problem, and it's fund it's the it's a fundamental uh, derangement of capitalism because the essence of capitalism is no guarantees. The investor cannot have an assured market, or it's not a it's it's not a true capitalist. Uh, well, and that's, uh, and that's uh, really venture. That's really when you get greed happening is when they see, oh, well, I don't have any risk anymore, so I can go do these crazy things, and it became kind of a global thing that brought us yeah. down in the first place. Yeah. And uh, greed, I think, uh, leads as by an invisible hand to socialism. Mm-hmm. And the reason that is, is if you're really greedy, what you want is unearned returns. You want guaranteed security. That's what the real greedy person wants. And uh, and uh, the search for guarantees leads to socialism, not to capitalism. And the true entrepreneurs, the business people that, that we, Ken and I, work with, are complaining that there's just too much uncertainty to be able to invest and, and take the, the risks that, that you would expect in business. What government policies would best support the job growth that everyone is looking for? I, I, I've been... Uh, we just have a minute here, George. I've been, I've been at it, you know, deregulation, tax cuts, smart uh, reduction and litigation, uh, simple tax, uh, simple flat taxes, simple understandable laws, uh, really suppressing this uh, effort of Congress to make our legal structure so complicated that no one can understand it except uh, a lawyer and uh, or or a million lawyers and it's uh, that's the pro- that's the real crisis we're paralyzed by litigation and and we've lost our constitution in uh in weeds and of uh litigation and regulation and really giving people the opportunity and to innovate again yeah, oh, yeah with innovation is uh, venture capital and innovation uh, produces all the new value in the economy that's how economic progress arises and and uh, when innovation happens assets increase in value and uh, as assets increase in value, debts are diminished in proportion to the wealth of the country. And that's what happened during the Reagan administration. During that that period, uh, you know, we we did. Oh, we're going to need to take a little break here, George. Okay. When we get back, we'll be talking about more solutions for real economic growth. Stay tuned. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you dissatisfied with your current job or not earning what you need or deserve? If you're looking for a better job with better pay to enjoy a better life, go to 
betterjobbetterlife.com and get our seven free videos that will jumpstart your future starting today. We'll teach you how to create a cycle of success with the right mindset and plan of action. Get the interview you want with a world-class resume. Make your references work for you and beat the competition. Network your way into the hidden job market for better jobs and faster placement. Research more effectively. The key to more job leads, stronger interviews, and higher pay. Turn your interview into an offer-winning performance. Get the money now by negotiating from strength. Thousands have successfully used our proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. So grab our seven free videos that will transform your career. Go to betterjobbetterlife.com. Emotional intelligence has been documented to be the most important skill for a leader to move up in an organization. Leaders Playbook will unpack what emotional intelligence is, why it is important, and how you can raise your emotional intelligence for yourself, your direct reports, and your teams. Join Dr. Relly Nadler every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern to the Leaders Playbook on the Voice America Business Channel. Your success, your success could depend on it. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please send an email to tcsonair at tcsworldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Ken and Cheryl here with George Gilder and best-selling author. And uh, I just want to encourage everyone, if you've uh, not read The Israel Test, it's a tremendous uh, read. Also, the program that we did with um, George is available in the archives, so be sure to check it out. George, uh, you've been involved in cutting-edge technologies, and we talked about the importance of innovation. Rather than the green technology that we talked about earlier, what technology can truly advance our economy as well as the world's economy? Um, uh, the, uh, a very exciting development uh, over the last three years has been uh, uh, discovery of ways to tap natural gas in the United States and from shale and then these vast new uh, finds in uh, the east and uh, it's just uh, trillions of cubic feet of natural gas have been discovered equivalent to several Saudi Arabias which have essentially ended our energy crisis if we have the guts and uh, vision to exploit these new discoveries. Uh, but natural gas, of course, has emits carbon dioxide, uh, much less than coal and wood and, and even oil, but it uh, still emits carbon dioxide. So the green movement is trying to stop uh, this new technology for tapping natural gas and in the United States, and well, that's, that's one development. Uh, the the internet is, uh, you know, it's uh, been a, it's, it's reached a new level now, where uh, uh, you really do need an almost entirely new network created. The existing network is too full of security flaws. It's too complex. It's too 
too many layers, and and it just uh, cannot really perform the functions it has to perform of uh, taking over from television. Really, television uh, will increasingly be uh, running across the network, and there'll be video teleconferencing and all these new uh, systems based on uh, video. Uh, not that video is the most important form of information, but it's by far the most uh, demanding for networks. So the new network has to be able to handle essential, essentially video teleconferencing. We should be able to, to conduct this interview with complete reliability and robustness over a video teleconferencing system that uh, was cheap and available to everyone. And, and this kind of advance is... Is possible, but not if the uh, FCC imposes so some completely new set of regulations on the internet in the name of net neutrality, which is what they're doing, which uh, essentially is a silly uh, effort to make it illegal to differentiate among packets across the internet. So you have to Sorry, treat, treat uh, email and voice and and spam and viruses and everything all alike and i think this is uh this is a danger that the uh current administration is and that's propounding. exactly what a lot of people are saying that you know that entire administration is kind of geared toward moving to the left moving toward socialism more and more government control, less and less capitalism, more and more socialism. That's right. And it's That's not only in FCC, but it's in literally every department he has. Yep. It is all over the place. EPA is exactly menacing. Exactly. And it's all as those... it can be. But uh, there, there, and then there's the whole uh, uh, nano, nanotech movement, which... Uh, has been slow to develop, but which is now gathering steam and is, uh, uh, offers all sorts of fascinating opportunities of new materials and new filtration systems and new industrial uh, technologies. And uh, I'm supporting one. Uh, carbon nanotubes turn out to be usable uh, for uh, filtering water. And uh, the Marines are currently using these uh, straws that allow you to put a straw into a septic tank and suck out clean water. How about and that? Leave it to the Marines, t- George. Yeah. How about I, that? I used to be a Marine, so I like Were you a Marine? I used to be, yeah. Oh, once a Marine, I'm all, always, once a Marine, a Marine always a Marine, of course, but, but hey, I'm, a, I'm retired from besides, my... Besides being a Marine, I'm a science buff. How about uh, Mono Lake in uh, California that has alien life? I don't know about alien life and California's lakes. I'm afraid I well, can't help you with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Ken, which show were you watching for that? Oh, man, I watch so many shine shows. It's, uh, it's amazing. But, yeah. uh, George, just, if we can kind of just uh, give a shout to our men and women in uniform, being both Marines, uh, uh, we love our country, we love Wait. our... Uh, Men and women in uniform, both uh, active and non-active. We're doing a lot of volunteer work with the National Guards, both in Georgia and Texas. Great. Your thoughts on our great men and women around the world? No question. They're 
they're doing God's work. They're absolutely vital to the future of the country. Uh, this country is threatened again, and by a, a movement that resembles the Nazi movement of this Second World War period, and the greatest generation rose to meet the threat of the Second World War, and and we've got an even greater uh, generation in many ways combined with more creativity and technology than the previous generation. And I, I think the new uh, U.S. Armed Forces are a marvelous institution, and that's why I hate to see it assaulted by this administration. It's really uh, dangerous to, you know, to have sexual politics introduced to every unit in, yeah. in the field. is just a, a terrible error that, uh, uh, that should not be pursued. And it's, it's particularly bad because in the United States, uh, our whole culture is so driven by lawyers. There'll be a lawyer in every unit to pr- promote. Uh, oh, that's a scary uh, thought right why. there. What? I said that's a scary thought right there. It is. It is a scary thought. But that's the current culture of the military is to is to um, have all sorts of litigation of 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 all these issues of promotions and you know to transform the military into a kind of civilian. Uh, uh, sort of uh, institution, and it can't be. It has to make instant decisions. It can't wait 10 years to uh, get approval for a drug or a nuclear plant. It has to act, and uh, and that means that you have to have a lot of top-down authority and, and uh Introducing lawyers to the chain of command will not uh, improve its uh, functionality. George, we only have a couple minutes left. You have so much to say on so many subjects. Just some final thoughts you'd like to share with our audience, please. Well, I think that uh, you know this country is at a crucial moment, and I think we're showing our incredible, unexpected vitality in this new uh, conservative tide that's sweeping through the country and is uh, led largely by Christians and and conservative Jews and and uh, it's uh, an exciting thing to see and I think it's uh, going to save us all and and or make make our the lives of our children not uh, inferior to ours, but to open new and untold opportunities that we can't even imagine today for our children and grandchildren. And I think this is a, a, a thrilling moment of change and transition. We seem to be evicting the alien tissue that seems to have been implanted in the last election and this new election is the first step in the purge and I think it's going to continue and it's going to be exciting in 2012. Well, that's great to hear. We're going to need to close now but it it was um, just a pleasure to have you on and to have your exuberance and enthusiasm and encouragement, uh, George, for us and for our listeners. Thank you for all the work and the research uh, that you do, I encourage everyone to get a hold of the Israel test. And where's the best place to get that, George? Uh, I think Amazon or Barnes and Noble or whatever. Amazon. 
Okay, fantastic. Well, we've got another great show planned for you next week, so be sure to return. And thanks again, George. Sure thing. Thank you. George, some for high, brother. God bless you and God bless America. Same to you. Thank you. Bye. Thanks again for joining us this week on Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Remember to join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you dissatisfied with your current job or not earning what you need or deserve? If you're looking for a better job with better pay to enjoy a better life, go to BetterJobBetterLife.com and get our seven free videos that will jumpstart your future starting today. We'll teach you how to create a cycle of success with the right mindset and plan of action. Get the interview you want with a world-class resume. Make your references work for you and beat the competition. Network your way into the hidden job market for better jobs and faster placement. Research more effectively. The key to more job leads, stronger interviews, and higher pay. Turn your interview into an offer-winning performance. Get the money now by negotiating from strength. Thousands have successfully used our proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. So grab our seven free videos that will transform your career. Go to BetterJobBetterLife.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaVariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.